It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. And Matthew. And we are the Bing Zang Zoom Podcast. So, it is Bing Zang Zoom 12. 12. What we got? That's right. What happened 12. to 11? Uh, 11 happened. 11 was the... And uh, I wasn't invited? Well, you were invited, but <laughs> the time frame didn't work out. But And we had a guest yeah, on, so... Yeah. All good. All right, so, what we got? Oh, we, we've got so much stuff that I'm not sure where to bounce around on this list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let, let's start with uh, start with this one. So the latest Black Widow trailer mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, there's always the, this I, I, juggernaut, pun intended, of <laughs> the Marvel movies. Whenever there's yeah. a trailer that comes out, everybody wants to watch it. Everybody loves it. This one's had a bit of a backlash. Mm. And not like not like this huge like everybody's offended by it or anything, but enough that it's been a little odd. Yeah. So, uh, have you seen any of the trailers for, I for did. Black Widow? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you know who the the villain's gonna be of this movie? Um, what was it? Uh, I don't know who. No, I don't know. I don't okay. know who the person is in right. the comics. No. So it's it's Taskmaster. Um, oh. Now that there's there's some rumors oh, that there's going to okay. be a, a mix up that. and that it's not actually going to be Taskmaster that's going to be somebody impersonating mm. him or whatever. Mm. But in the comics, Taskmaster's whole thing is that he can imitate people. If you mm. see somebody do a movement, he can copy that movement exactly. Right. And so apparently, there's a few shots in the trailers where he does a movement that looks similar to um, an Iron Man mo- movement mm. from an old movie, or does the Wakanda hands mm. or something. Mm. And so there's been this all these things of people posting memes and posting comments about like, well, this is stupid. Marvel's clearly run out of ideas because they're having their villain copy their heroes from previous movies. It's like that's I the mean, point of Taskmaster. Is, yeah, it seems like seems like that's I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just Marvel fans. Uh, some Marvel fans are not as uh, well read with the comic books, and maybe they don't understand the the, the villain that much. You know, and, and that's fine. But if you're going to take the time to make a meme or to write a comment oh about God. it, why not just Google who the villain is? <laughs> Do your Googles. 
Okay? Shout out to French Roast Dog. But, you know, I mean, if we've all said things online, you know, that it's True. like we looked at and then later on looked up and be like, oh, I was wrong uh, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just funny, this this sort of immediate reaction mm. of, oh, well, they're they're running out of ideas. They're copying themselves. It's like... Even, even <laughs> so, like, we're still going to get it. We're still going to buy it. See, really quick, on a different uh, note, you know, somebody was talking to me recently about um, uh, Ben Affleck playing Batman and stuff. Right. And I was like, look, I know Ben Affleck is play, playing Batman, and I knew well, that, anymore. well, not anymore, but during the, the Justice League movie. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I know he's playing Batman, and I'm like, I'm still going to go spend the money to see the movie, whether I like how it comes out or not, I need to know for myself. So, un- unfortunately, they got me. Uh, but it is what it is. I mean, it, it, you're probably still going to go see it, so, you know... What is it? Is it the commiseration or something like that? The, like, ah, yeah, yeah, ah, ah, Marvel, any, ah. Any, uh, <laughs> what does that do? Any publications could, I can't say that word today. <laughs> any, uh. Publication? Publication, yeah, I don't know. It, when you're being talked about, it's always helpful. <laughs> right, yeah, that's true. Any that's publicity, true. Yeah. any publicity yeah, is good publicity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of, since you brought sure. that one up, let's jump all the way down the list over here yes. and talk about the uh, the Batmobile, since you were mm. talking about Ben Affleck. Yeah. So they released a few pictures of the Robert, uh, Robert Pattinson Batmobile. What do you think of that? So as I'm saying uh, all the, ah, ah, that's me when it comes to this, uh, this, this Batmobile. This Batmobile looks like somebody took um, like a, a Tyco toy, and just, or maybe like even like an old car. Not even yeah, a Hot Wheel. That's what I'm gonna say. A Hot Wheel, like one of the painted black, and um, it's like that's the Batmobile. Mind you, just a little reminder. Batman slash Bruce Wayne is rich. Yeah. He has. Plenty of, plenty of money. This is what he's gonna go for. Oh, oh wow. So Robert Pattinson's Batmobile in the Batman is modified, uh, is a modified 1970 Plymouth Barracuda with a Ford Triton V10 engine added on. So it is just a modified car, and you know a lot of people. <laughs> A lot of people have been pointing out, they're like, well, Bruce Wayne is rich. He's a playboy. Of course he'd have, like, all these cars around. Why wouldn't he just modify one? No, Bruce Wayne pretends to be a, a playboy right. who would spend all this stuff. He's more concerned no. about stopping villains and stuff. He's not just like, oh, well, you know what? I, it's yeah, Tuesday. I'll buy a few cars. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. paint it black. And, <laughs> come on, man. They took the, the, the uh, quote from Christian Bale Batman when yeah. he said, is it, it's going to be black. Yeah. Uh, make it all black, right? And they just... They just ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, take this car. It's 1970 uh, Plymouth Barracuda. Make it all black. Batmobile. Yeah. The the thing that bothers me about it. Last time that was done was the 1970s. True. Where they took an older car. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing that bothers me about right. it is the Batmobile should never have doors. Like, if you look mm, at most of the movies, mm, that it has the, like, right. the chamber the that, like, slides yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. like, a Lamborghini doors that, like, open up sideways right. or something. But when Batman has to 
Open up. Like, like, ima- like imagine this picture. That man opening up a door, yeah. stepping out of the car, closing the door back, and then having to run to his villain. Right? And it's like, what? Well, then, then what happens? The cape gets shut in the door, right. and then he's going to, like, Dang damn it. And then clicking you know the, the buzzer a few times to get in. Maybe, maybe there will be a... a a little bit of that going on because if that is going on then that'll make it seem a little bit more you know actual like it's not as comic booky i mean nobody wants to see that but then again it'll, it'll, if it's supposed to be a serious movie it might take away from it but you know for uh just a maybe a hint of realism maybe that can happen maybe they wanted it to be i don't know man i'm hoping for the best when it comes to this movie i, I mean, genuinely am so apparently it's going to be Loosely based off of the uh, the Long Halloween, which is one of the the few legendary Batman stories that I have not actually read. Mm. Um, but from my understanding, it's taking place after uh, right after year two. So Batman's been Batman for about two years at that point. Mm. So yeah, he probably doesn't have all the gadgets and the suit and stuff. So maybe like in the second movie or the third movie, it's like slightly yeah, yeah, upgraded, yeah. slightly upgraded. But again, he realizes he's a millionaire. I, I just can't. Can't get past that image of him opening up the door. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> and then like, oh, I, oh, did I hit the mirror against the wall uh, when I opened it? Damn, it. <laughs> got a scratch on it. He, he, he pulls the mirror down, checks himself. Oh, yeah. Got a little booger there. Got a little booger. That, that's the, that's the thing that bothers me about. It. I just I can't get past the the, the regular doors on the Batmobile. Yeah. Uh, it does kind of look like the Batmobile from. Um, the storyline where Jason Todd was introduced, mm. but again in the comic you don't have to have that visual of right, him opening, yeah, up the opening door. the door. That's just <laughs> come on, man. That's not it. That's not it. DC. <laughs> All right, I'll let you choose the Goodness next topic. Gracious. I don't know where to run from this one. Well, well, from uh, a disappointment to something we're going to leave up to y'all. So, or something that we did leave up to y'all. So, the Hulk versus King Kong, right? Um, we put this poll up on the Bing Zang and Zoom Facebook page, uh, uh, the the group site, and um, the the difference seemed to be, and I asked this question to a few people in person, the difference seemed to be that a lot of the older people they went with King Kong, whereas a lot of the younger people went with um, the Hulk, and so I don't know if that's just more they have more. Information like the younger people have more information about the Hulk, and the older people have more information about King Kong. Like they just knew him better. Maybe that was it. But I'm gonna give you my humble opinion. The Hulk, simply because you beat the Hulk up, he gets mad. He gets mad. He gets stronger. He gets bigger when he gets mad. Hulk strongest there is. Yeah, That's right. The motto, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like uh when it comes to King Kong, don't get me wrong, he's he's big to begin with, but he's just a monkey. It's he's, he's, yeah. just, he's just literally a gorilla. It's, it's he's he's a big gorilla. You know, I, I mean, and I still find it a little bit odd, and I know that that you're right, that the demographic is that the older people, because yeah. I saw the numbers too, yeah. but it, the original King Kong movie came out in 1933 so I was like how old are these people uh, I know there is the 60s King Kong which right. was great and arguably better than the original but during the 60s and 70s is also when the Hulk came yeah. out too and they you know the live action series right. with the sad piano music at, at the end of every episode Lou Ferrigno Lou Ferrigno yeah, yeah. so I like I don't I, I don't know like why why that is 
Um, to me, it's definitely Hulk. I mean, obviously Hulk mm. would win. Like I said, I, I like King Kong, but it's just a monkey. It's just a monkey. <laughs> and, and I know, I know that, and, 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 and technically not not canon to the King Kong series or whatever. But they did that King Kong versus Godzilla one, mm-hmm. and King mm-hmm. Kong for some reason was supposed to be the good guy, and Godzilla was the bad guy. I don't know why. Godzilla just looks scarier. Yeah, yeah, and they were I like, suppose. "Oh, well, King Kong is powered up by electricity because that's how gorillas work." <laughs> <laughs> And and still, I don't. Th- I, I, I mean, I, I don't think he can. Beat the hey, Hulk. if you eat enough bananas, apparently you 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 develop electricity power. So, uh, how many bananas would he have to eat, though? I mean, that's, yeah, that's true. Goodness, what do they feed him? What can you feed King Kong? He, the other monsters on Skull Island, he like, right. the, di- like the dinosaurs and <laughs> yeah, stuff. He'd just like, knock them out. Actually, knock them out and eat them. Little known fact, chimpanzees, which I know King Kong's a gorilla, not a chimpanzee, but chimpanzees are better hunters, statistically, than lions. Mm. They catch more of their prey mm. than lions. Percentage-wise? Percentage-wise. I think, if my memory was correct, that chimpanzees actually catch 66% of the prey that mm. they hunt, when lions only uh, catch 60%. Oh, okay, dang. Chimpanzees, shout yeah. out. All right. <laughs> I'm using chimpanzee to, to to diss people. Cause my chimpanzee to be like, "Thank you next time." Hey, appreciate it. So you're saying you're a hunter. successful hunter, right. and that I'm smart <laughs> than your average animal. Hey, Thanks. I take it. <laughs> Chimp life. All right. So so let's, let's dip into sports a little bit mm-hmm. since we talked about that comics for quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Paulo Costa. Woo. So Paulo Costa is a uh, amateur MMA fighter. Apparently uh, has a pretty good record. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, Logan Paul. Oh, good oh. old Logan Paul. We all know Paulo him. Costa. He's 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 pro. <laughs> he's pro now. He's he's pro now. Oh yeah. Um, and Logan Paul is wanting to get get into MMA. Right. Yeah. They had a bit of a sparring match, and allegedly, Paulo Costa knocked out Logan Paul. If you watch the video, though, it looks kind of fake and it's not like oh, Logan yeah. Paul hasn't okay. faked videos before. Right, right. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's interesting to think about that if you know, if Logan Paul wants to get into MMA that he's getting knocked down in training yeah, yeah. and Paulo Costa, if you think about it, Logan Paul is a pro boxer that he right. knocked out a pro boxer with a, with a punch. So, so like, here's the thing. My take on that is um, if it is fake, so be it. Like you said earlier, the the publicity of it, yeah. it, it gets eyes on um, both of them, really. And uh, Paulo Costa is actually supposed to be the one that fought uh, against Israel Adesanya um, most recently for the title. But because Paulo Costa got hurt, the fight went to... Um, uh, Somebody. Goodness, what's his <laughs> name right now? I'm just drawing a blank. Uh, I'm gonna be so upset, but anyway, the guy from from Cuba, uh, it went to him, and um, he unfortunately, for him, didn't end up winning the fight. But uh, yeah, so Paula Paula Costa coming out and knocking out Jake uh, uh, Logan Paul is a way to get himself back in the public eye. Right. Right. After being injured, yeah. Weren't you recently at a uh, UFC? Oh yeah. Fight? Well, speaking of UFC, right? Um, 
I was at UFC, uh, a, a UFC event with. Did you fight? No, I did not fight. <laughs> not not this time. Not afterwards either. <laughs> um, but it was Figueroa versus Benavidez. Now, in a night full of pretty decent fights, um, you had some on the ground that were on the ground that some of the fans didn't really understand what was going on. On they're like, stand him up, stand him up. I'm like, nah, this is beautiful. Y'all don't understand what's going on here? Um, but the Figueroa versus Benavidez was the main event, should have definitely been the main event, <laughs> like on any card. Those two went out and um, tried to take each other's heads off. Figueroa took his time. He waited for his shots. But in the meantime, while he's waiting to pick his shots, Benavidez was tagging him up. And it was looking pretty grim for for uh, Figueroa uh, up until they they headbutted, right? So they kind of like literally uh, towards they, the end there. They, they, they yeah they they just it was unintentional, but they just kind of bumped heads into each other because they both moved in at the same time. And uh, I guess Benavidez got the worst of it, so he took a second to collect himself. He stepped back, um, wiped his head because he started bleeding. And uh, just that split second that it took for him to step back, wipe his head, and he was out the game for just that split second. Figueroa came with straight right, put him on his behind, came back in with a few other shots, and the referee called it, man. It was a knockout uh, in beautiful fashion for, for Figueroa, but Benavidez, I felt bad for him because he's been chasing this belt since the days of Mighty Mouse Johnson, and Mighty Mouse Johnson is not even in the UFC anymore. You know, he fights for one. He rocks the safe the day. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mighty Mouse. <laughs> but yeah, man, so that was that was a a beautiful night of fights though. It was my first UFC event. It was it was fun. Yeah, I mean that, unfortunately that'll happen. You know, you, yeah. you take your eyes off your opponent for two seconds, yeah. literally, and Done. it's an eternity in a in a fight, you know? Um but some, but on on the flip side of that, sometimes you know if you're starting to get frazzled and everything, yeah. taking a second to compose yourself can make all the difference too. So that right, you right, just right. you don't know. He didn't like, know it was coming. Yeah, yeah, he didn't know it was coming. Right. Yeah. So if if his opponent didn't attack right then and yeah. he took that couple of seconds, he probably would have won because you know he he gathered himself, he's ready to go and yeah. stuff. But since uh, since the opponent took that opportunity to drive through. And I think I think what happened in that situation was that he he walked towards his uh the the side that he had back. So he walked towards his dominant side and like that one split second, normally he would have been good because he had the distance, but the fact that he walked straight towards his dominant side, you could almost see the setup happening if you watch it back in slow motion, you can see the setup from Figueroa and by the time Benavidez recognizes where he's going and and what's coming at him, it's too late. Already rattled his brain, you know. Yeah. yeah so he he that's uh. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 
these things happen, man. All it takes is one miscalculation, and bam, that's it. On the fetus, it's real difficult. On the fetus? Oh, no, on the feet, it's real difficult. <laughs> not on the fetus. Don't go beating up. Yeah, so this is getting into a different <laughs> subject I'm not sure we want to get into. <laughs> the F in UFC stands for fetus. <laughs> fetus fighting link. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ultimate fetus championship. This is it. Uh, it's like that episode of South Park with the, the crack baby fighting league. What? <laughs> no, I hadn't seen that. <laughs> oh, look, look, look it up. I'll have to check that it's, out. It's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so you did a lot oh of professional God. wrestling. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and how long did you do that for? Like, Oh, goodness. A lot of years? Uh, well, yeah. Well, professionally, it's just only a few. Professionally, was three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. So you you've got an athletic background. Obviously, you're 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 in good yeah. shape because you're a trainer and everything, yeah. and uh, you're doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu now. That's correct. Do you have any stand-up fighting background? I know you um, did Muay Thai for like a like nah, that, that wasn't even, Yeah, that was yeah. just a, a couple of times going to my brother's school. Uh, not one that he owns, but one that he was working at. Um, stand-up, not besides just the stuff that I had to do. To get by and survive, <laughs> you know, not, nothing. Yeah, right. Hey, Harlem is a is an interesting place, man. It's it's much more laid back than it was when I was first there, when I was growing up there, you know. But there's always that element. It's New York City, you know. Sometimes you have to use what you got, and you live and you learn. So our viewers, if, if you've listened to several episodes before, they know my take on the UFC and MMA. Yeah, yeah. But if you ever got the opportunity, coming from with your background, mainly being ground fighting, mm-hmm. would you ever uh, participate in UFC? Participate, or, or MMA, either way. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I, I would like to have one fight at least under my belt before, you know, that's bucket list. But at the same time, I'm, not, I'm also not pressed simply because... One, I don't want to go in blindly like, yeah, let's just go jump in. Like, I'm not the, the bar fight guy. Uh, I do want to go in and train and go and have a fight. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's not something that defines me. I'm not defined by, all right, I need to have this one fight. It is what it is. It'll be, like I said, bucket list thing. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. So I've saved this one because this one's going to. Take a while to dive into. This one's going to be a good one. Uh, so, HBO. Mm-hmm. We've all heard of it. So, <laughs> speaking of fights, right? Speaking of fights. <laughs> Pretty popular. Uh, you know, they're, they're a monster at this point. They're, they're mm-hmm. a juggernaut, to use that word again, of, of, of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, recently, Sony, who is a company... <laughs> Sony, you know, they, they do a lot of things. They make electronics, they make movies, they make all these things. Mm-hmm. They they own PlayStation. Well, PlayStation has set up its own division called uh, PlayStation Studios, or I've also seen it, PS Studios, so I don't know what's the mm-hmm. official name. Mm-hmm. And they've made a deal with HBO that they're going to start making movies and TV shows yes. for HBO. And the first project that they announced is The Last of Us, as in The Last of Us video game, to be a series on HBO. Originally, they were talking about doing an, a Last of Us movie, and that was in the talks for mm-hmm. five, six years, and then it just kind of disappeared. Fizzled out. 
Yeah. So now they're now they've officially announced that they're doing a Last of Us TV series on HBO. Hmm. Hmm. Now, uh, well, let's see. Last of Us, the video game. Yes. Right. Great game. Uh, like six hours worth of uh, you know, entertaining dialogue, action. Yeah, six hours of just good. story. Like, yeah, and then the yeah. then the game plays on top of it. <laughs> but like it's it's really good though. I like the the uh the game. If you had the time to play it, it's you know, it's not an instant gratification game, it's not something that you're gonna just uh turn on and and be entertained within the first two seconds. But overall the story and everything I liked it. It's pretty good. One of the uh the best selling titles. How that's gonna translate onto T V I'll leave that part to you. <laughs> well, I mean, HBO. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, HBO. Sorry, sorry, listeners at home. <laughs> HBO coronavirus is a is an incredible company, and and I, I've actually worked for HBO a few times. I had a a small part on HBO's The Watchmen, and then I did some background work. Uh, you can see me walking by a few times on uh, HBO's The Outsider, which is based on the Stephen King book. Um, and, and I know, I've, worked, I've talked to the executives at HBO uh, before. Um, they, they were on the set of The Watchmen all the time. They put so much attention to detail mm-hmm. in these shows. And the, the budget's so much higher than a regular show. Mm-hmm. The, the amount of work, the, 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 the high standards that they hold themselves up to mm-hmm. is just amazing. Um, so HBO is certainly not going to be the problem in, in right. this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Um, PlayStation Studios, this would be their first outing, so we don't really know how mm. they would do, but most Sony products are fine. Pretty decent. You know, nothing, nothing really to complain about. Um, the question to me is what they're really going to do. Are they going to translate the game, mm. You know, which is what most people think? If so, yeah, I, th- I think it'd be fine. I think it's a good enough story. I think it'd probably be better as a series than a movie because trying to tell yeah, that story yeah, in two hours yeah, is yeah. probably not going to be great. It's just going to um, feel rushed and it's going to end up being a bad movie. Right, because most, most of the story of the game, for, for those who don't know, The Last of Us is a post-apocalyptic um, zombie game. And it follows the characters of Joel, uh, who is a older man who lost his daughter in the apocalypse. And Ellie, a uh, early teens girl who lost her parents, and they have to travel together because they think Ellie might have uh, the cure for the zombie disease. And most of the game is about their relationships. It's not really super high action. Yeah. Um, it's not really, you know, super about the zombies. It's about them and their relationship their together. Yeah. You know, and I feel like in a you know two hour, ninety minute movie, whatever. You really wouldn't get that connection as you much as you would sixty minutes, yeah, a week for right. how many yeah. how many yeah. ever weeks. It's a better way to tell the story. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's parts. a better way to tell the story yeah. for sure. Um, what a lot of people are talking about is they're like, "Oh, well, I've already played the game. I don't need to see that story again. Let's do a prequel about Joel being, you know, really aggressive after his daughter died." And, and it's mm. like. Those arguments to me of, oh, we've already seen that, I've already read that, I've already played that, are the stupidest things in the world. Because I I see this with comic book movies all the time Mm. where people are like, oh, well, I've already read 
whatever comic. So why do I need to see it as a movie? Just do whatever you want with the movie. Think about if that was said with Harry Potter. Be like, oh, I've already read the books. <laughs> do a movie about Dumbledore killing. I don't, I don't know. Like, do the oh, actual. Man. Do the actual story. Use this. Use this as a moment to teach. Uh, you know, the the we've had the the same story be reiterated with different characters yeah. over the course of time. These are the things that interest us. All we do is we might take one person out. Let's take Batman out, replace him with Superman. Let's take Superman out, replace him with the X-Men. Let's play, you know, it, it, you, you have similar a similar story being told. I mean, they told. say there's only, like, actually six stories in existence. Right. And that everything's just a different version yeah. of those six stories. So, but, but they interest us. My thing is, people, if something interests you, if you're a fan of something, there's nothing wrong with being a fan of something. If you're a nerd for something, there's nothing wrong with being a nerd for something. That just makes life interesting. If you are not interested by something, if everything is just bland and, oh, they're doing, oh, they're doing this now, oh, they're doing, oh, I know what they're doing, they're doing this now, and that is something that's negative to you, well, then please tell me what entertains you. Some people just are not uh, they don't allow themselves to be entertained for some reason. I don't know yeah. what that might be. I mean, and the thing is, is you know, in my opinion is if you haven't adapted something correct first, don't mm-hmm. start reinventing it or doing spinoffs or whatever, yeah. right? You know, so when it comes to like The Last of Us, you say, oh, well, I've already played the games. Mm. So that doesn't mean you can't enjoy the story in a different format, <laughs> you know, or, you or excited. what about people who... who you know, older people who mm. don't play video games mm. but would mm. still love that story when, when being presented with it. Yeah. You know, it's like this is – if it's a story you love, if it's uh, characters you love, why not want it to be put out to the right. most wouldn't amount you, of people as possible? Yeah, wouldn't you want that to spread? Yeah. yeah. And then if you want, you could do spinoffs mm. and reinventions and, and, and whatever, whatever. So I'd rather have it be a, a, a good show that everybody watches, that everybody, you know, yeah. that, that people are rushing home to go see or to, or setting their DVRs for and things like that. Those, that brings back a feel. How many shows can you say are, are like that? Yeah. You, can, you can count on, I'd say two hands, maybe, it depends, but each, like, every decade, there's maybe like 10 shows that are the go-to shows for that right. time frame. And so this could be one of them. You never know. Give yeah. it a chance. In the business, we call that the water cooler show. Mm-hmm. You know, the one that everybody stands around yeah, the water, water cooler about, talking about. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I was lucky enough to, to work on one of the water cooler shows, which was Lost. Mm-hmm. And I think Lost kind of reinvented, you know, that concept of, and uh, the camera went off. Okay. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, I think Lost kind of reinvented that, you know, like keeping people coming back every week. But the last water cooler show that we had was the uh, Game of Thrones. And it's gone. Mm. And we thought, because there was some talks at HBO, that The Watchmen was going to be the next water cooler show. Mm. However, that didn't end up panning out the way we wanted it to. Uh, So maybe Last of Us would. And, you know, and it's similar to... um, to the Walking Dead, which you know was like on the verge, like it was all like it was almost the water cooler show for yeah. a bit there, and then it, it kind of you know kind of got a little bit more niche. Um, do you think this will get compared to the Walking Dead? Mm, Both um, being zombie shows, maybe. And then you're gonna have because Walking Dead 
I feel like it did actually reach that level of the water cooler. Uh, you know, like maybe not for everybody in your circle, but maybe, but for the people in mine, it did only because you had people of all ages talking about it. You know, somebody who's sixty could talk about something with their their grandkids. Like, hey, did you see The Walking Dead? Yeah, I saw The Walking Dead. Like, you know, that is something that kind of bridges that that gap. Right. Whereas, you know, if that person's talking about an older show, then they might not uh, they might not get it. But as far as this being compared, yeah, it will probably be compared to uh, The Walking Dead um, by some people. But those who know the show, I mean, who know the game, yeah, I don't think there's going to be that much of a comparison between the two. What we really need is a water cooler show. I think it would do well. A water cooler show that's a sitcom because we haven't had one of those since mm, I Love Lucy. Yeah, I remember I love, everybody watched I Love Lucy back in the back in the day. But uh, keeping with this for a little bit longer, we, we like we said, this is going to be um, PlayStation Studios' first outing, and you know it's a little bit unclear of what PlayStation has the rights to and what's right. just you know released on on their. Uh, you know, on their system. Um, there's some talks about maybe a Final Fantasy XIV show I, I've, I've heard rumbles of. What PlayStation franchise, and, you know, and again, well, maybe they own the rights to it, maybe they just license it, mm. but seemingly what PlayStation franchise would you like to see made into a show or a movie? Like mm, God of I War, see, maybe? Uh, uh, God of War would be... Uh, God of War might... Uh, I don't know about a uh, like a series for God of War. I don't think God of War. I think God of War would probably be better off in a movie installments. That way, it's, it's kind of it's got a, a big aura around it. But like um, three hundred or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that I don't I don't see too many of those happening. I know that there's different there's different stories, but maybe one, two, and then. Maybe that's it. Maybe they can combine a little bit uh, from the God Award. But uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I I uh, heard Uncharted. Uncharted. Uncharted yeah. uh, was like they were gonna make a movie, and then like, they were kind of shifting that towards a show. Or I think it was it was one of the two that they were working on something involving like live action. Right. They they did that fan film, which was it's funny because it's a fan film because it wasn't owned by the studio, but it was the mm. people who made the games. It was the yeah, you know yeah, okay, who yeah, did yeah, it, yeah, but they did a fan film starring yeah. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, that was was pretty darn good. And yeah, there's talks of a, a an Uncharted. I think it was a movie mm. uh, starring Tom Holland, who I just can't get behind that, that <laughs> little guy who looks like about 12 years old playing Nathan Drake. That doesn't make any yeah, sense to me. Yeah, that, that one doesn't, that, that doesn't sit well. At least the other guy looks like like the character. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure that, you know, Hollywood magic, but still, Tom Holland, I don't know. I love Tom Holland. Like, yeah, he's a cool, great yeah. actor. And, to me, you know, he is Spider-Man, but I know how you feel about that. Yeah, so. I, I like him as Spider-Man. I don't yeah. dislike him as Spider-Man. <laughs> I just think there's some issues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I, I, what I'd really like to see, and again, I don't know copyrights, mm. but I'd really like to see the infamous games mm. translated. Did you ever play those? Mm, yep. Yeah, so for our audience who may not know what infamous is, it's a series of video games uh, with a few different lead characters. Right. But essentially what it is is 
urban superheroes. So it's superhero people, but in not the traditional sense of like spandex and yeah. whatever. Um, it's it's about people with normal clothes, normal people who get superpowers. Every man, if you will, every man, every woman, uh, getting superpowers and then becoming a superhero or supervillain, depending on how you play the game. Right. Um, and I, and they were talking about making a movie of that, like ten years ago after the first game came mm. out. I think that was about right. I think about ten years ago. But that kind of fizzled out. I think yeah. it'd be really cool to to see Cole McGrath or um, Delson Rowe or, or Fetch or any of the other ca- characters from the Infamous mm. series and kind of combining their story into one so that way you could do a, a longer-term season. Well, this might be going back a little bit, but... Um, and it would it would definitely have to be a movie. I don't see it being a, a TV show. But L.A. Noir. Yeah, actually, that would be a really yeah, good I, idea. I like that one. I like that game, and I just remember being amazed by the graphics, and I was like, yeah, this would be a perfect movie. Like, let's do the movie. Yeah, and, well, I mean, no it, it is, is like a film. You yeah, know, it's a it film felt, genre, yeah, right? Yeah. But uh, let's see. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I have to really sit back on that. But really quick, before I forget, I had to get the name because I would have felt wrong because it's my guy and I just drew a blank. But going really going back really quick to the UFC fight, uh, it was Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero. Yoel. Mm. Yoel. Yoel. That's right. That's that's the guy. Yes. But yeah. All right. I think that's so. That's all we got. For ladies today. and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been another edition of. The Bing Zang Zoom Podcast. You're here with T. And Matthew. And we'll see you next time. Farewell. Peace. Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.